Okay. We are live. Yes. And so pay no mind. We're just going to wait for um for Michael to get here. We'll give him another minute or so. But we got Gil here. Got mm-hmm. Amelia Pitbull Chapman yes. and the mad dog. And that means <laughs> only one thing, folks. It's showtime. <laughs> Gil, right. you're gonna like this, baby. Check this out. audio it's thursday night and amelia pitbull chapman that means only one thing what's the bus time it's 4 p.m in los angeles it's six o'clock in chicago and it's 7 p.m here in new york city hello everybody I'm Mad Dog DeCipio. Joining me tonight, as she does each and every week, I try to get rid of her, but she keeps coming back. <laughs> Amelia, the Pitbull Chapman. How you doing, kid? I'm doing okay. A little bit better now, but uh, a little bit long of a day. Long day for you. It sure yeah. is. And we have a fun show tonight. Um, if you've been following our shows, we needed a fun show. <laughs> yeah. We did. Because we've been getting pretty heavy with some of our topics. And I say, you know mm-hmm. what? We're going to have some fun tonight. We're going we're yeah. to talk about what it's like to be a celebrity lookalike. And I got two of the best in the business tonight. I'm joined by one. We're waiting for another to join us. Here he is as we speak. Joining <laughs> us as we speak. Yes. <laughs> Michael, call me Gene Simmons Santo. How are you, my brother? Oh, welcome to the show. <laughs> and let me introduce your, your partner in crime over here. The man looking very, very dashingly like Paul Stanley. This is Gil Garcia. Call him Star Child from Arizona. <laughs> Absolutely. You guys are remarkable. I have to tell you, I've seen, uh, I'm just, as Michael, we were talking to, to Gil off air. I've seen every member of KISS and had the opportunity to meet every member of KISS. The original crew, uh, Peter, Ace, uh, Gene, and Paul. And I've been up close and personal. I've been right in in Gene's face and Paul's face. I know what they look like Um, intimately well. You guys would be be very hard-pressed to find somebody who says, you know, you don't look like Gene or you don't look like Paul. I want to tell you something, brother. You guys are scary. You're like <laughs> freaky fucking scary, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so I want to go, um, because, and in fairness, 
We're going to do this. It's kind of a crazy night tonight. I wanted to do some fun tonight. Um, I met Michael Santo about a month ago uh, on Facebook. And, Michael, you and I met over a comment I made. I said, you know, I said something like I was, you know, being a fanboy. I said, uh, bro, you look a lot like Gene. It's fucking scary how much you look like him. And we started, believe it or not, talking about wrestling. Because that is what my, that's the world I come from, pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. I've done two things in my life, guys, in case you don't know it. I'm, I'll fill you now. I've done two things in my entire life, wrestling and music. I was a recording engineer. And I've, I've, I have recorded some of the biggest bands in the country. Including, by the way, it was funny seeing my old friend Sebastian Bach hanging out with, uh, with Gil thinking that he was Paul. <laughs> I'm gonna, we're going to see that clip tonight. But I said to Michael, we were talking about wrestling, and we just found out that we had you know, um, some things in common. So uh, I'll, let me just get right to you, Michael. I'm going to ask you, first of all, thanks for being here. And uh, Gil, you too, thanks for being here. Sure. Um, So, Michael, you clearly looked like Gene your whole life. I've saw pictures of you when you were younger. I know it's a scary thought, bro. (laughs) (laughs) But when did you realize that you could, like, legit capitalize and make some make some money doing this? I think I think. It was when I was 13 years old. Right. Um, I dressed up as Gene for Halloween. And friends were just totally freaked out. So I've been a Kiss fan since 74. Wow. And I am from Brooklyn, New York. I knew there's a reason I liked you. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely, man. I'll tell you what, if you, you if you understand Kissology, New York is the is the bedrock of Kiss. That's where everything happened. It was it was New York born and bred. So that's you know, you got that 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 the inbreding of the attitude uh of the street smarts, you know the music. Um so you started, I'm guessing, I'm older than both of you guys. It's fucking scary, but I am. Um, but you you started out probably like a lot of people as a fan, right? Part yeah. of the Kiss Army, right? And right. at what point did you realize that you maybe had a little bit of, of talent where you could maybe play a bit? But you do play. Yeah, I, I started playing bass at... Uh... 12 years old. Did you really? Okay. So I'm 58. Okay. You're still so, younger than me, babe. So I've been, <laughs> I've been playing for a number of years. Um, I I got into bodybuilding, actually. And mm-hmm. I left the, uh, the rock scene for a while. Right. Um, but when I returned, see, I was, I was bald. So when I let my hair grow, my son told me, he says, hey, hey, dad, you kind of resemble the guy from Kiss, Gene Simmons. So I started letting the hair grow. 
So that's when it all started with the with the eyes, you know, the people yeah. looking and freaking out. And and yeah. I had one one guy where I used to live at next door. He's like uh he, he went to work and he told his neighbors that Gene lived next to him. Oh Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh my I, I ran into I have a lot of a lot of funny stories. At one time I, I was over I went to see my sister, one of my sisters. Right. And the neighbor next door noticed that my sister wasn't home. So when my sister got home, she says, I didn't know you knew the guy from Kiss. She's <laughs> like, what are you talking about? He says, oh, uh, uh, Gene Simmons was knocking at your door. <laughs> she says, that's not Gene. That's my brother. <laughs> so, you know, it's quite a few uh, stories like that, even at the store and yeah, but it's fun. Sure. We, we do it to to make people happy and have some fun, you know? Yeah. And how about you, Gil? Where did it start for you, brother? Same thing. I mean, really way back back in the day. I grew up a KISS fan. So I as a little kid, I, I was a KISS fan. Um, and I remember um, you know, seeing the guys in makeup, the full costumes, and not mm -hmm. knowing about them. And a friend of mine told me that they're KISS. There's love, there's kitty, there's space, and there's evil. So for the longest time, I thought that was their names. Yeah. And <laughs> Peter, Paul, and Ace. And right. Over time, I found that out. Yeah. Um, there has been some dis uh, debate over the years as to what the acronym KISS actually stands for. Um, many, many years ago, we heard that it, it stood for something like Knights in Satan Service. You guys heard that one? Sure. Definitely. So what does KISS actually stand for? Let's clear the record for everybody. <laughs> You're laughing, well, Michael. I'm going to get an opinion. My opinion is it just means KISS. I, I don't really don't see anything more to it other than a cool name that grabs a hold of you and, and you remember it and it's easy. It's interesting that you answer that way because that's what Paul said. That's what Paul said. He said it was an easy name. It just came up, Kiss. So now, Michael, you 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 had that evil chuckle, brother. <laughs> what was what was that about? Well, Kiss to me is just a a rock and roll band. Exactly. Something to uh, first of all to make money of, to make people happy, to enjoy mm -hmm. music, hard rock and roll. Yeah, I don't. Absolutely. I don't believe in in the uh, kids kids in Satan service or anything like that. I think it's just about uh, having a good time. I should point out to everybody, Michael and Gil, that the acronym uh, "Knights in Satan Service" or "Kids in Satan Service," as as um, Michael said, uh, that started from the conservative Christian movement. So we need to consider where, what we're dealing with and where it came from. Um, so let's, I just want to be clear on that. Um, Amelia, you're mm -hmm. a music fan. You like, mm -hmm. uh, you like these guys, you listen to them. So let's talk about, yeah. I'm going to throw it to you. And let's talk a little bit about um, 
these two scary looking guys that look <laughs> remarkably like Gene and Paul. I don't think they're scary at all. <laughs> I think they're just the nicest guys ever anyone want to meet. Uh, basically, what's your favorite Kiss song that you would like to perform? That you first liked to perform? God of Thunder. Detroit Rock City. There you go. Yep. I'm actually a big I'll tell you what, let me let me follow up on what Amelia asked. Um mm -hmm. Gil, what's your what's your go-to album? Go-to album is probably always going to be the first one because that's the one that kicked it off and it's it's got some classics on there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you what, I I love the first one, but I got a soft spot in my heart for Psycho Circus. I one. really I like that album. I like it a lot because it was as you guys know, because you're like, you know, mega, mega stars in the Kiss Army here. Um, Psycho Circus was a bit of a departure musically for Kiss. But and a lot of people said, well, Kiss, the Kiss Army will never buy this. Right. But they went out and they bought it in droves sure. and they made Psycho Circus a, you know, quadruple platinum album. It went. It went gold and silver and platinum and like off the freaking chart, you know. They're still spending money from that album. Um, but Michael, what's your go to album? The first one, you think? The first one, it's always been the first one with me. What's, what's I, mean, I, I love the more, but what's, the first what one. song on that on that album was your was your I call it the addiction song. The one that like got you hooked is like the the drug. They're gonna play over and over. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what which actually, one was that? I, actually, it was the whole album. Really? You know, I, I I don't. First of all, I don't have any favorites. Mm -hmm. Okay. I enjoy all of them. I listen mm -hmm. to all of them. I practice all of them. Um, unlike other uh, Kiss fans who dislike certain albums. Yeah. But as a down-to-earth Kiss fan, uh, I enjoy all of them. Oh, yes. Great. Yeah, you, yeah you're going to love every single album if you're a down-to-earth Kiss fan. Oh, yes, absolutely. Amelia, I interrupted you. Go ahead. You got it. <laughs> no, so especially like you, know, like you were saying, you're a down-to-earth Kiss fan. You're going to love every single album, every single song. And uh, especially, you know, have you had, which one was the one you guys get the most requested to play? Well, that, let me point out, and that's a, that's a great question, but I want to mm -hmm. point out something with regard to Gil. Because mm -hmm. Gil is... Mm -hmm. I love a, his accent, by the a, way. <laughs> yeah. Gil is a, a professional lookalike, but you're not a, a, mus a musician, correct? I'm not a musician per se. Um, mm -hmm. Back in the day, I, I did vocals for a couple of bands. Um, okay. That was focus was doing vocals and oh, writing. so you're a singer mm -hmm. yeah i used oh, to be okay and, okay and, so I and settled down there you go and so you but you do you play a little guitar or uh i play badly <laughs> <laughs> i just don't have patience for it um my right. play style is more like paul's style at the end when he smashes the guitar that that's probably fits me that's you okay yeah. there you go <laughs> Oh man, that's great. Now, how about you, Michael? Um, 
you you perform, you actually play, and we're going to see you play tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, when you started, you, were, you said you were 12. Um, when you started, did you know at that young age that this was going to be a lifetime commitment? Oh, most definitely. I've, I've, I've even dreamt it. Wow, really? I've even, it. I've even dreamt it, and I mean, you know, I've, I've had dreams of, of playing um, as, as, a, as a KISS impersonator. Wow, that's was amazing. Dream of me, we're all good. <laughs> right? I have to tell you, you know, we we're talking, uh, Gil and I were talking uh, before the show started, and um, there's... <laughs> You know, Gene Simmons is never one. He's never shy about um, you know, saying what's on his mind. Um, I want you to listen to this. This is something that Gene said. We, this is a quote, a direct quote from Gene Simmons. We demand that Kiss tribute bands and Kiss lookalikes send us a thank you letter. Unquote. Do you think you owe Gene a thank you letter? Most definitely. I I've got I've had a uh, a while back an email from Gene. Oh, okay. So, he, so I totally blew his mind. He enjoyed it, right? Um, and I also thanked him. I mean, you know. Yeah. What else can you say? Sure. Well, I mean, here's a guy who, you know, you're, you were lucky enough to be born with his face. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy. Now, the interesting thing is, I want to go to Gil on this. You're, you are a dead ringer for Paul Stanley. Here's the interesting thing about Paul. He's got a very, very unique look. There's not a lot of people who look like Paul. But you're the guy, and you and that perhaps cemented you as being. And I want to get this right because I, I wrote this down here. Here you go, the number one star child lookalike in the country, as seen on TV, on radio, the internet, the web, and print. Um, you, I want to tell everybody that both Gene. Um, I'm sorry, Gene. Both Michael and and Gil. I was going to say Gene. <laughs> both Michael and Gil are both available for uh, private events, for corporate events. Uh, I know that Gil is. Uh, you do the uh, birthday parties, anniversaries, grand openings, that sort of stuff. Uh, as does Michael. You also do uh, conventions, uh, signings, photo ops, that whole bit. So talk to me a little bit about um, this, the remarkable resemblance you have to Paul. As I said, Paul's got a really unique look. There's not a lot of people that look like him, but you've got a, and you look spot on. And, and I want people to, re, to take a really good look at you. I'm going to ask you to do me a favor and just pull your glasses off for just a second. I want people to look at you. I feel like I'm taking off my makeup. Right. <laughs> wow. That Gil Garcia with, wow. with no makeup and just removed his glasses. And that's all that's Gil. That's all him. 
He's, this man has had no plastic surgery. He's had no, you know, nip and tuck. That's his face. And you're looking at Michael Santo. Again, I was going to call him Michael Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, you do call yourself Michael Simmons Santo, right? Zimmons. 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 Z. Uh-huh. Right. But, the Z. Uh-huh. but, you know, but you have the same issue. I mean, you take your glasses off and you look like Gene. And people don't realize that, you know. Um, I I'm going to show people something. I want them to take a look at this. This is very. We do a lot of video on this show because mm-hmm. we have, uh, you know, an audience that likes to watch, but the radio audience likes to listen. But I'm going to describe this to them after this. <laughs> Dad, how are you? That's <laughs> Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> this is my friend Sebastian Bach hanging out with Gil Garcia. If you couldn't hear what he said was, I didn't know Paul Stanley was coming. To see and we were talking about this, Gil, before the show started. Um, this was a layover from the Kiss Cruise, correct? Correct. And so you're you're out there, like basically hanging out, and people just start coming up to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they, they think you're Paul. Is that what is that the deal? That's pretty much it. Yeah, they all came up to me. All um, as I was walking from store to store, people would come out and they would want pictures and yeah. You know, Did um, you tell them that you weren't Paul. My policy, very simply, is if you ask me, I will tell you that I'm not. If you ah. assume, then I'm just going to play along and make your day. There you go. I got to tell you something. I want to tell you after your your reel is done. By the way, I created this reel for you, and you you own this after the show. Both of you guys. Beautiful. Dad, how are you? <laughs> I think I put one one more clip in here of of Sebastian. I thought it was just very cool to see Sebastian Bob. He was a friend of mine from back in the Skid Row days. <laughs> when I used to push their albums all over New Jersey, <laughs> is that that's where they're from? They're for their Jersey boys. Um, let's take a look at Michael Santo. Just tell me. I love this, by the way. What are you trying to say? I'm not who you think I am. What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't believe you. I have to set this up. For, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spill the bit, but this was fucking hilarious, okay? 
This is Michael Santo being Michael Santo. Planet the best, you got the best, the hottest gene on planet Earth. <laughs> we hear and we obey. You are the best. Okay, now, just so you know, that's the real Paul Stanley. That's not Gil. And that is the fake Gene, not Gene. <laughs> okay, so there's Michael, there's Paul. I've been in that room that Paul was in. Oh, really? That's at his house. Correct. Yeah, that's his uh, part of his recording studio. Exactly. How the hell did you end up in Paul's recording studio? <laughs> I got to hear the story here. Actually, it wasn't too long ago, a few uh, months back, that he had an estate sale. Huh. And I happened oh. to go. I went down there and and I bought quite a few things. Really. I have to ask you, what, what the hell was Paul selling off? I, I, I don't think he needs the money. Everything. <laughs> everything. Everything. Really? I'm, I'm talking about you. You basically imagine that you went to somebody's house and somebody mm -hmm. that they're living there walked up and left. Wow. And buy whatever you want. That's really, really what that's really what happened. He sold. Did he sell his house. What it is is that he his house was scheduled to be torn down. He yeah. bought, the, bought the property next door. He's tearing that down, and mm -hmm. he was rebuild completely brand new. Oh, I got you. Okay. So okay. Every, everything from the fixtures to the floorboards to the roof, everything was for sale. I got to ask you a question, the, the, the million-dollar question. Did they leave behind any, like, guitars and stuff? I believe there was a couple of smaller collectible items towards right. the beginning. By the time I found out about it, everything was pretty much uh, gone. Oh, man. If I could get a Paul Stanley played guitar, that would be worth spending some, some dollars on. Sure. Because I could turn around and flip that sucker for four times the amount of money. Exactly. Damn. Beautiful. Now, I got to go back to Michael here. Now, Michael, you play and you played with uh, with Paul on that. And uh, so is that a song that you knew uh, from previously or is it uh, something you were just jamming the night or how did that video end up becoming the beat? So I think that's what they call like a Facebook duet. Is that right? Is right. That what they call them, right? 
Right. I came I I came across that on uh on YouTube. So oh, I decided yeah, YouTube. They had a they had a, a few a few musicians who were doing it. So I figured let me let me try doing it with Paul. Mm-hmm. Um the song I've been I've been playing that for years. Nothing nothing yeah. new to me. But I love the song. Yeah. So I decided to do it and I got some pretty good hits on it on YouTube. Beautiful. People enjoy it. Because yeah, I, I tell you what, I enjoy when you play. Uh, you you have a very, uh, you play a lot like Gene does. In that Gene is very laid back. He doesn't like, you know, pound his bass like a lot of guys do. He's got a very like laid back style because he his fingers he could do this like blindfolded. His fingers just go. Well, you know, people, he's been doing it for fifty years. You know. People don't realize they 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 put him in the underrated slot. You you have to understand that that Gene is a very good bass player. He doesn't need yeah. to go on there and perform like Flea does, because yeah. the makeup and the costume, his image is what brings it out. Exactly, it's the image. Yeah, so that's why in the beginning. He played a lot of various tunes, but he slowed down. He doesn't need to be doing the flea thing, all that stuff. His image yeah. is what people freak out on and they love. Absolutely. For people just joining us tonight, let me introduce these gentlemen to you with their spot-on dead ringer looks and over-the-top personas. Michael and Gil have taken their oddities and cashed in big on the Kiss bandwagon tonight. We get a chance to get up close and personal with these two unmasked, high-ranking members of the KISS Army. Michael, call me Gene Simmons Santo. And Gil, I love to look like Paul Stanley Garcia. <laughs> and so now, gentlemen, we're going to take a word from our sponsor. This is, a, we love to do this because mm -hmm. it makes me happy and makes Amelia happy and it keeps us on the air. Right. Check a listen. <laughs> Do you have sweaty balls or volleyball netty balls? It's time to make them ready balls. The Manscaped.com Lawnmower 3.0 will do the job and clean your knob with its patented no-nick head so your head will function as desired. Enter promo code WrestlingFuture for a generous 20% discount. That's enter WrestlingFuture for a 20% discount. Manscaped.com and wrestling with the future, going balls to the walls with Manscaped.com and the Lawnmower 3.0, your balls will thank you. And so will we. Watch Buzz Podcast wants to welcome Radioactive FM 88.6 in Wellington, New Zealand, Radio Perth, Australia. And RTL Radio 102.5 in Milan, Italy. Welcome aboard and welcome to the bus.
I'll tell you what. Every day, mm-hmm. it's a little better around here. Yes. <laughs> it sure does. I am with Gil Garcia and Michael Santo. They are America's top, and I mean top when I tell you. Top KISS lookalikes. They are remarkable up close and personal. And uh, yes, Gil, talk to me, brother. I'm going to bring you up front and center. And let me ask you a little bit about what it's like to walk in the shadow of a guy that is a megastar. You get about this much percent of the adulation that he does, right? Absolutely. So if you're, if you're getting this much, which seems, if, when you look at these videos, seems to be you're getting quite a bit of attention. If you're getting that much, imagine what Paul is going through. Can you? Could you ever put yourself in his head and imagine what it's like to be him, to to have like literally millions of people adore you? I don't know if it's something I'd want to do. Really, um, that, there's a lot of pressure involved, and uh, oh, yeah, I, I know there's a lot of scrutiny, and and there's a lot of people that see him when he walks by and figure that he's being snooty or. You know, you just don't know what he's, I don't know how, um, you know, how many people he's already run into and, and how many things find. So it can get, it can get pretty brutal, I imagine. Well, give me, um, and everybody, and I know guys that, that are tribute artists uh, and who sing and perform. And I know people who are strict lookalikes. Um, I happen to know one of the country's best Donald Trump impersonators. Uh, and this guy is, frightening but he's fucking hilarious okay um i also knew a guy that was a george bush lookalike that man literally straight up legit had to hire bodyguards like not pretend bodyguards like real bodyguards because people wanted to kill him so much he looked so much like george bush he had to like find another career to go into where his looks didn't uh, become a distraction. Have your looks, Gil, become a distraction to you from time to time? Not so much to me. Maybe, um, maybe for my wife, probably. But for me, right. doesn't. I'm, I've well, got you. Talk about the wife for for a minute here, and I'm not going to pry. I promise, Mrs. Garcia. I, honest to God, I'm not going to pry into your life, ma'am. Um, but I am going to ask your husband what it's like to live with you. So, <laughs> so talk to me. Uh, your wife must be a very solid, strong woman and very secure in herself because sure. you're a good looking guy and you happen to look like a fucking megastar. So, well, the thing well, is, how I, does I, the missus deal with people maybe trying to hit on you or, let they, as the kids say, get with you? <laughs> well luckily for her and unluckily for me that doesn't happen um most people are pretty respectful um and i don't go around looking like this 24 7 um most of the time i'm i might have my hair in a in a, in a beanie and tied in a ponytail hmm. um i'm usually just wearing shirt a t-shirt and jeans and and i look pretty normal mostly um 
which is interesting because even though I am wearing a beanie and, and my hair is in a ponytail, I still get people that, that stop and ask me if I'm, you know, if I am. Yeah. So it, it, it's you so- got to realize, though, too, Gil. I mean, you like I said, you have that face. Paul has a really unique face. And there's not a whole lot of people that got Paul's face. You know? Right. Um, You know, like, for example, Michael looks like Gene. I've seen other people who look like Gene. None of them looking like Gene as much as Mike does. Right? Right. Because Michael's got, like, he's a fucking dead ringer. But I've seen other guys that, that, you know, they're pretty close, you know? Um, but I've never seen anybody look like Paul. So you can try to camouflage, and I'm sure you do. Sunglasses go a long way, a hat, you know, a fake mustache, <laughs> you know? Haven't Some, tried that one yet. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's got to be difficult to, to look like someone so much. And I'm going to give you a story about it. To look like someone so much that it in, impedes on your privacy. Um, I like to, you know what? Shoot me some, some, um, shoot me some advice. If, if there's a guy out there who looks like a famous person, what are the do's and don'ts? I'm going to bring you and Michael up here together. Let me bring you up here together, side by side. There you go. So, both of you guys, okay. Um, what, whoever wants to go first, what are the do's and don'ts of, of looking like somebody famous and what advice would you give to maybe some Mm -hmm. kid out there that looks like Elvis or some, some girl that looks like, you know, Katy Perry or somebody like that? Well, first and foremost, it's, it's about being, it's about being respectful. Um, you want to be respectful to whoever it is that you're you know, looking like, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, unless, of course, you don't want to look like that person. And then, you know, yeah. then you're. But um, if you're into it and you want to have fun with it, then, you know, everything is about respect and making mm-hmm. sure that properly and and um, and that you're not misleading people. Yeah. Um, and that's the one thing I try not to do. I try not to mislead anybody. Um, again, like I said, if you assume that's on you and, you know, I'm just going to yeah. have fun. And, 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 you know, if I make your day, great. If I don't, well, you know. Yeah. How about you, Michael? How do you approach it? it, it it's, it's true what he's saying. Um, that's one of the things Gene, when he sent me a message, he says he thanks me for, for not disrespecting him. That's, that's one thing. If you're going to be a tribute artist, you have to do it seriously in an enjoyment for the people and for yourself. Yeah. Don't overdo it by disrespecting the character. Yeah. You really don't want to go there. That's not the way it's done. I've and- noticed something very interesting, Michael, about the way you speak. I noticed that when you did the uh, the duet with Howie Mandel, that you sounded much more like Gene. As I'm listening to your natural speaking voice, you're reminding me of someone who I loved very much. My, my late friend, Jimmy Superfly Snooker. Oh. <laughs> Jimmy was a dear friend. Carol will tell you. 
He was a dear friend of mine, and he lived five minutes away from where I am right now. Um, he was one of my neighbors. I live in Wrestler's Row here in New Jersey because all these pro wrestlers used to live around here. Right, right, right. Um, but you sound a lot like Jimmy Snuka. Are you able to translate that into your a singing voice? No. Doesn't work. Do, do you try to... Do you try to imitate when you sing? Because I know you do sing. Right. Do, do you do you uh, try to imitate Gene's vocal I, I, pattern? Years ago, years ago I did, um, but I had stopped due to uh, when I got involved in bodybuilding. I was a personal trainer, mm -hmm. so I had stopped, and I, I I just do it now just for just for the likeness. Mm-hmm. I got um, you. And by the way, I heard you say you were into wrestling. Yeah. Um my 50 my years, dad, brother. <laughs> my father um was related to Pedro Morales. Oh my god, I love Pedro. Wow. So I remember oh, back in the 70s when we went to his family's house. In uh, somewhere in New York City, mm -hmm. Pedro was an amazing, amazing wrestler and a uh, a role model as a champion. One of the greatest matches, I got to tell you. So we're talking about we, Amelia and I swore off wrestling, but here I am. It's creeping back into my life again, right? We um, well, you know, Amelia, we'll never get away from wrestling. No, we won't. Um, <laughs> It's a part I of our blood. The match <laughs> of my lifetime. I, I saw two matches in my lifetime that were, well, I'll never, ever forget. For my first wrestling match when I was seven, I saw Bruno San Martino versus Killer Kowalski. That was my first match at seven. The match I remember the most was because the Pedro was wrestling Bruno, and Whoa. they were both baby faces at the time. Which, you know, in wrestling term, the baby face is a good guy. Yep. And you never have two good guys wrestle each other. But they wrestled each other at Shea Stadium. That was the, the, the night of the famous um, Muhammad Ali versus Antonio Inoki mm. match that they had. Uh, and they, they bought out Shea Stadium for that. On that show was Andre the Giant making his one of his debuts there. But that match between Bruno and Pedro was a classic because they went for almost an hour, these two guys, mm -hmm. wrestling outside in a stadium for an hour. And at the end of the match, they did something that's unheard of in wrestling. They shook each other's hand. You don't ever see that in wrestling. Now... You turn around and the guy hits you with a chair or a, a baseball bat or a two by four or whatever the hell stupid shit they're doing now. I don't, I can't even watch it. We anymore. don't even watch it anymore. So. No, we don't even watch it. <laughs> no. I'll tell you what I do like to watch. I like to watch show and tell Yay, my on favorite. What's the Buzz podcast because I got some <laughs> show and tell from my boys over here. Take a look mm -hmm. at this, guys.
a scary fucking picture right there. <laughs> okay. That picture is freaky scary because you look like twins. That's frightening. Even the look on your face, Mike, look at that. <laughs> it's scary. Has Gene ever seen that? Oh, I'm sure he has. <laughs> if he hasn't, I want to send him one. <laughs> I want to send him this. I may send him a copy of this show. I don't know. Amelia, we'll, we'll do that. We'll send oh, yes. Absolutely. That's scary. I okay? know, right? Wow. That's scary. Stuff. I had to do a lot of double takes. I was like, what? You, yeah, you, you really do have to I kind did. of do a double take on them. Um, it's really, it's it's amazing to talk to these guys. I tell you what, we're getting a oh, little yes. insight into the world of the celebrity lookalike. Um, particularly, uh, you know, rock stars. You know, rock stars are like a different breed of guys anyway. Oh, yeah. You know? Um if you don't believe that, just look at Mick. Okay, look at Mick Jagger. Look at I Iggy Pop. <laughs> if you can stand to look at the. <laughs> well, these guys. I are love Iggy. Um, I I just had a question also for Gil Garcia. Yeah, ask, ask you had a, a, sure. Go a, ahead. a Hispanic accent. Do you speak Spanish fluently? Uh, yes, I do. Me too. I know you probably couldn't tell because of my light complexion, but Amelia? I'm originally from Texas. <laughs> Listen to me, Amelia. Yeah. Listen very carefully, young one. Uh huh. Oh, grasshopper, listen to the master here. Yes. Okay. One name is Garcia. I know. The other name is Santo. Some people okay. don't speak Spanish. I'm sure they speak. <laughs> no, well, some people, you would be surprised, even though they have a Hispanic last name, they don't speak Spanish fluently. A lot of people. Well, let me ask Ma day. Michael, do you speak Spanish? Uh, yes, I do. Okay. Well, I mean, some go. people in my generation I don't. Do but a lot of people don't speak Spanish fluently, even with a Hispanic last name. Well, I'll tell days. you what, for our bilingual people out there, why don't you interview these two guys uh -huh. uh, in the native language and I'll sit back and have some coffee. <laughs> You'll sit back and have coffee. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Michael, el cumpleaños de ustedes en noviembre. Noviembre 22. Y el mío también. Entonces, oh, really? Sí, uh -huh. yeah. Nice. Yeah, usted, Gil, uh, Gilbert, ¿verdad? Es That was <laughs> oh, es que le estaba diciendo a él que mucha gente que uh, tiene el, uh, 
el the surname de, you know, he's been, you know, de García o Valerio es el mío, o Rodríguez, Ramírez, o, o Santo, no mucha gente habla el español este tiempo. Verdad, hay Ajá. mucha, yo conozco mucho, mucha uh -huh. gente que son hispanos y no entiendes, uh -huh. no, no entiendo, no habla mucho el inglés. Ajá. Y yo, como gente mío, que yo apenas yo completé con 51 años. Y mucha gente mía, que tiene 51 o más, you know, como yo, 55 o más, no hablan en español o 40 y algo mm -hmm. no hablan español. Y tienen, eh, you know, y mi mamá es, uh, ella nació en Texas y mi papá también. Y mi abuelitos también. Y mucha gente también no habla en español. Yeah, I was just telling them that a lot of people my age or younger than myself or older than myself don't speak Spanish, even if they oh, have the same last gotcha. name. Yeah, and right. uh, and I was just, you know, that me and Michael share the same birthday. I didn't realize that, November yeah. 22nd. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, um, Amelia, tell everybody very quickly what we got coming mm -hmm. up in the... Oh. Uh, in the upcoming weeks, and then we'll, we'll say goodnight to these gentlemen. Oh, absolutely. Well, we absolutely. pushing 8 o'clock. It's about 8 okay. minutes to 8, so let's um, let's wrap it up and say goodnight to these fellas. Absolutely. Well, actually, next week on uh, December 13th, we have a comedian by the name of Lindsay Glazer coming on. Yeah. Lindsay uh, Glazer will be here, yes. Yes, and then also on December 15th, Thursday night, we will have Amityville house my favorite subject we're going to talk about the amityville house yes and we're going to have yes, a special we're going to delve deep into that one mm -hmm. and maybe get uh, a little creeped out for a little while oh gosh i like that scary stuff coming up <laughs> i'll tell you what um on behalf of uh amelia pitbull chapman i want to thank gil garcia yes. america's preeminent paul Been stanley star child lookalike Paul, um, Paul, here we go again. I'm doing cool. <laughs> Gil, why don't uh, you tell everybody where they can reach you, how they can hire you, uh, your social media, all that stuff, and then then we'll go right over to, to Michael Santo. Sure. I'm on Facebook as Gil Garcia. Pretty easy to find. Um, Instagram as StarchildAZ underscore Gil Garcia. Um, otherwise, you can reach me directly through my hot, uh, through my email, uh, StarchildAZ at Hotmail. Excellent. And Michael, how about you? Where can people reach you? They can reach me in Facebook. <coughs> they can reach me on Facebook. See what I look uh, like? Tick, TikTok and uh, YouTube. He's a fucking loon. I love that. <laughs> See what I have well, to do. I'll tell you what, I want to bring you on. You know what, Amelia? Uh -huh. We might do we might do a special episode of wrestling with the future and bring Michael on and talk wrestling. I don't uh, Gil, are you a wrestling guy? I'm a huge wrestling guy. Are you well, really? we'll just have to bring him back no, too then? I want to bring fuck it. I'm gonna bring this back again yeah. for a wrestling show. Yeah, I like I like right. his hat too. I like Gil's hat. <laughs> I have a shit ton of hats. I got I'm gonna send you a couple. I'm going to send you a couple. Um, I want to send you some Wrestling with the Future t-shirts, yes. too. I'll get them. Yeah. You know what, mm -hmm. Amelia? That's your get. If you get okay. their information. Um, yeah, stick you know, around after, after the, the show, show guys. Uh, don't. Yeah. And then okay. uh, we'll send them some Wrestling with the Future t-shirts. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, Michael, they can reach you on Facebook. Do you have a website also? Just a uh, Facebook, TikTok, and uh, YouTube. And YouTube, yes. Mm -hmm. And you can listen to Michael play 
his bass uh, he and a hell of a cover basis he really is um i encourage everybody to check out these guys support them it's not only support the bands but support the tribute artists yes. of these Absolutely. bands this is how they make their living yes and i want everybody to just you know reach in your pocket and spend some money all right yes and for gil garcia for michael santo for amelia the pitbull chapman i'm the mad dog take care everybody be kind to each other we'll see you next week bye-bye okay, well-